Welcome back to Beck UL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Hey, new show alert. Don't miss the debut of BetQL Tailgate Kickoff Saturday morning at 9 Eastern with Ryan Horvat. He's here to gear you up for an action-packed day of college football. Whether you're a seasoned better looking for the last-minute edge or a newcomer eager to dive into the world of college football wagering, this show is for you. By the way, Horvy will be joining us a little later on to preview the upcoming college football season and talk about some of his favorite, most favorite of all, week zero bets and now it's time for let's go or hell no and to guide us along this wonderful journey is none other than our fearless leader and the man who is talking more about vanderbilt hawaii than anything else happening in his life it's paul aspen that's a uh, betql model play that one of you will be reading to the masses later after the show. Uh, Vandy plus ten in the first half, four star best bet. So, uh, mm. download the BetQL app and the BetMGM app today. Beat the books. Murdered that read. All right, let's go. Hell no, Otani's <laughs> UCL read or UCL injury. Oh man, it's whoa! <laughs> means he will eventually end up back with the Angels. You know what? You stay behind the camera for a reason, kids. Let's go, hell no. The UCL injury means he'll be back with the Angels. we got to go with Otani and Angels fanboy. Eddie Grass, to start. Okay, here is a – this is – how do I put this? I don't think the UCL injury has anything to do with his status with the Angels potentially next season. I get that the injury may mean that he has to take a bit a bit of a discount when it comes to his overall contract, but I feel like that the Angels will try their very best to match whatever any other ball club offers Shohei Otani. And so whether it's the full deal where eventually he's expected to pitch and hit at the same level that he did this year, or if, say, he's only going to be hitting for the rest of his life, no matter what contracts are out there that project such things, I think the Angels will try and match it. The question is, will Otani, you know, consider an Angels offer seriously, or does he feel like that he's got to go somewhere else and maybe that, uh, that somewhere else is closer to winning a championship? So how do I put this? Like, I don't think the UCL injury has anything to do with what – Otani's future is going to be so is that a let's go or a hell no I don't know it's an I don't know okay I guess it's a yeah I don't know so hell no actually it's a hell no hell no does not necessarily mean he'll end up back with the angels oh okay that's fair hell no in that the injury has nothing to do with it I'll do like a heck no. I don't think it's an emphatic hell no, but uh, yeah, I'm with Ed. I don't know if the injury has anything to do with it. Uh, I do think maybe he'll be commanding slightly less money, but I doubt it's going to be that significant. I'm sure he'll get things turned around and be just fine in terms of his performance. And I don't think, you know, he's going to be injury prone and this is going to be a whole thing. And now his stock is totally down. But I do think that the angels will do everything they can to keep him. And just the fact that he wants to DH and continue to hit despite this UCL tear just shows he's got a great attitude. It's not like he's like, Oh, you guys are 10 and a half games back. You stink. I want out of here. We don't see these, like he's throwing fits. He's got a bad attitude. So I wouldn't be surprised if he 
stays with the Angels. All right. Moving on, NFL, Jonathan Taylor. Supposedly, supposedly the Dolphins have made a trade offer to the Colts for him, but let's go or hell no, Jonathan Taylor will be traded by the imposed deadline of Tuesday. Aaron, let's go or hell no. I really want to say it's going to happen on Wednesday because I hate this stupid Tuesday <laughs> deadline. But uh, let's just stick with the Tuesday deadline. I'm going to say let's go. I think it's just gotten so weird there. And Jim Mersey and Jonathan Taylor do not like each other. They're headed for divorce. The Dolphins have made an offer. Um, there's been reportedly six teams interested. He's one of the best running backs in the NFL. So I think he, someone will want him. Um, do they want to overpay for one? That remains to be seen. But I think he's going to be gone. I'm going to go with hell no, because I think there's a real chance that the Colts don't trade Jonathan Taylor. You think about what some reports are suggesting as far as what kind of haul that Jim Ursay wants, and it seems really extreme to me. And if, if, say, this is all about, you know, showing value and trying to be in a place where ultimately you can get a really good deal, I mentioned before that there are serious injury concerns. Jonathan Taylor did take a step back last season. And look, the running back position is nothing but injury concerns. So I don't know if what's being heard is going to be considered fair, even though Jonathan Taylor is probably better served playing somewhere else. I'm not sure he goes anywhere. So I'm going to say hell no. All right. Uh, another NFL injury. Cooper Cup says he will be ready for week one against the Seahawks. So let's go or hell no. With Cooper Cup, the Rams at plus four and a half against our Seahawks or on the money line at plus 180. Let's go or hell no to either or both of those bets. I'll start. I'm going to say yes. Uh, Stafford to Cooper Cup is the Rams bread and butter. If Cooper Cup, and it, it appears that he is running well, things look good. Uh, I'm all about the props there, and I think the Rams can cover. So I'm just curious as I look something up real fast. Uh, Cooper Cup by season. So uh, in terms of receptions and yards, yeah, 2021 was insane. Uh, 145 receptions, 1,947 yards, 16 touchdowns. He has not come close to those numbers in any other season in his career. 2019 was probably the most formidable. But receptions, it was like 50 fewer 800 fewer yards, six fewer touchdowns, et cetera, et cetera. This idea that Cooper Cup, even if he plays week one, is going to be the 2021 Cooper Cup that we all remember so well, there's a much larger sample size to suggest that Cooper Cup will be good but not elite. And so in that regard, hell no. I'm not backing the Rams in any way, shape, or form, regardless of if Cooper Cup is out there. Okay, another receiver. Uh, reportedly, Keenan Allen has been a focal point of Chargers camp, that according to The Athletic. So let's go or hell no on Keenan Allen overs. Uh, I'll dig up the exact number for his stats this year. But overall, Keenan Allen, bullish on Keenan Allen. Let's go or hell no this season with a new offensive coordinator. The number, nope. 
Still looking. Go ahead. Still looking. Uh, yeah, Aaron. Oh, I was okay. Yeah, uh, I let's go. You know, Allen caught four touchdown passes among six catches on the final day of camp. Just reading a little blurb from the athletic from yesterday. So, Hey, I love this. I'm hoping that the chargers are finally able to put everything together with Justin Herbert and Keenan Allen is going to be a large part of that piece. So I think this is all trending up for the chargers. I love it. Um, let's just hope everyone stays healthy. Let's go. <laughs> numbers. Exactly. The number for the over is 875 and a half, by the way. Hmm. I, I think I like if there over. is something, yeah, I think that if there's something about Kellen Moore, a new offense coordinator for the Chargers, I think is important. It's that when he was with the Cowboys, he had always a superstar receiver, a superstar running back, and he did make it a point to make sure that they were getting the ball a lot. And distribution may have been important when it came to red zone situations, but for the most part, his stars did well under his tutelage. And so because Keenan Allen is such an important point, uh, focal point of this offense, I feel like that Kellen Moore will be able to devise ways uh, to make him effective. And so for that alone, I'm going, let's go. Let's do the over here. All right. Uh, one more, maybe two. Uh, let's go or hell no. The name Tanner McKee picking up a lot of steam in the city of brotherly love as a backup quarterback candidate. So let's go or hell no. We've talked about backup situations on the show and one Marcus Mariota. Let's go or hell no. The Eagles should keep should risk keeping sixth round rookie Tanner McKee as their backup and cut ties with Marcus Mariota. Let's go or hell no, Ed. Well, thank you for letting me go first because it really doesn't matter with the Eagles because they're going to be losing out on the division to the Cowboys. And so in that respect, uh, this is a moot point. But, you know, when it comes to like the overall structure of the backup quarterback spot, I wonder if there is something because like the, the coaches I trust the most, the ones I, I look up to the most seem to like this idea of having a veteran backup. And whatever you think of Marcus Mariota, he should be able to know the terminology and the communication, all that stuff, know the playbook a little bit faster than say a rookie would in that respect. You're not sort of grooming Tanner McKee as uh, the heir apparent because you've got Jalen hurts. So I would say keep Mariota here. So uh, hell no on keeping Tanner McKee and cutting Marcus Mariota. Hell no. Yeah. I don't know enough about Tanner McKee, but all I do know is that I have high expectations for the Eagles. So should anything happen to Jalen Hurts, I would be terrified if Tanner McKee and not Marcus Mariota was the backup. I'm not high on Mariota. I mean, I think you'd be crazy if you were, but I think I'm more confident in him than I am Tanner McKee. I think you got to get Tanner McKee some more reps. He's got to be in the NFL longer before I can have that kind of trust. All right, real quick, Jerry Judy injury. We talked about it earlier. Going to be a number of weeks, six to eight, looks like. Let's go or hell no on Raiders plus four and a half week one against the Broncos. Let's go, Raiders. Just win, baby. I don't like the Broncos, so. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't like the Raiders, uh, so who stinks less? Um Plus four and a half, I think there's value there. I, I'd probably be okay with that lean, but I'm not betting on any money line options with the Raiders. Absolutely not. So four and a half, you're probably safe going that route. Get the key number there. 
This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, it's Horvy, and he joins us to preview the upcoming college football season. That's right here on the BetQL Network.